Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Father, we thank you for this chance we have in your presence. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. All right. Is it hot or I'm imagining heat? (laughs) God is with us. The church is going to become more airy and air conditioned. You will feel cold in the church. And you say, We miss the days when we were feeling hot. Now the world is getting hotter. I have a friend who used to live at um, at Pong, at the Pong Dam, or Kosumbo, one of them. And the mother or whoever had a thermometer in the house and he was telling me that they noticed the temperatures changing over the years from about 1960 upwards the temperatures have been going up They were never as high as they are within one lifetime. So, things are changing. Wickedness is multiplying in the the world. And also, the, the earth is being brought towards a cataclysmic conclusion. first time was by water when God destroyed the earth the wickedness of man was so much that um, God had to send 
fire, uh, water, to flood the earth. Now, the height of the water that flooded the earth, if you can see the height of the doors, if you can imagine water to that height, like even a normal swimming pool doesn't have water. You know, those of you who say you know how to swim, but you are, it actually means walking in the water. That's just about five feet. But this is, this is, this is high. This is about 15 feet. And above. And also, probably, it was, um, water that was moving like a tidal wave. If you are interested, you can Google tsunamis caught on video. And when the water is coming, it moves trains as if they are toys. Do you know how heavy a train is? Like it's heavier than a normal car. Far heavier. Because it has to sit on the tracks and it, it must not go off the tracks. So the water moves with strength. Huge amounts of water. And it probably, probably came from the sea. The water from the rain and then the sea and the waves. That was it. The fountains of the deep were broken and the waters came. So even though the sea is as far as Labadi, it was able to come to East Legon where we are. All this place was flooded during the West flood and every uh, part of the world has in its history books a record of a great flood every every culture has a record of a flood in the world so apart from the bible there is a record of a flood in many many history books which are not the Bible. So, you can imagine how angry God was with human beings. And the Bible says in the days of Noah, the last days would be just like the days of Noah and the days of Lot. And now, we are in the days of Lot. If you go abroad, to England and so on. There are um, toilets have been changed from male and female to whatever. Because you cannot you cannot say this or that. I, I don't know whether you saw a picture of I think the president of Luxembourg or somewhere 
moving with his is it his wife or is, is this is marvelous these are the days of Lot so the earth is getting ready to be bent this time it will not be fire it will not be water but it will be fire now these things show us how true the bible is you know years are going by the bible is is so relevant it has never been more relevant than it is today the days of noah and the days of lot i mean in the history of the world we have never had a rise of the things of lot and we all know as for lot the days of Lot is homosexuality. Are you with me? The only time I saw myself in BBC, BBC News, was when I preached in South Africa. And uh, I just mentioned something about homosexuality that you, you've not seen animals. I, I don't know of any animals that are doing that. This is the only time I came in to BBC. <laughs> when I saw, I, I saw BBC News and I was in there, I said, wow. <laughs> it's so funny, you know, because I have so much compassion. I've explained to so many people about homosexuality that no, nobody should condemn them because but rather to have compassion and pray because if you are doing counseling and a young man tells you that as he's sitting there the boy that is sitting there is what and who he has a desire for. Personally, I don't feel anger. I feel worry and I feel what can I do to help this? Anybody's child can come into such a place. Yes. And it is not something that they are doing voluntarily. But there is, I don't know what it is. You should be worried about it. And you should be praying, Lord Jesus, whatever power there is that is at work, God should deliver this person. In Jesus' name. Yes. So, it's interesting. The word of God is true. Anyway, this was just a comment I was making because of the heat. (laughs) Because I can feel the end of the world is coming. Just from the heat. And the type of lightning. And I've told everybody here, be careful of lightning. Don't be out, you know, I realize that we are not so worried about lightning in Ghana. 
But when I was in, uh, one time I was in Indonesia, on an island in Indonesia, I was playing golf. I'd been invited to uh, a program, and there was a part of it was to play golf. So I went to play. But whilst we were playing, suddenly we heard a bell. Bang, 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 bang. So I said, what is the bell for? It means, it means everybody off the course. Because there was some um, rain and lightning. They wanted, you are not allowed because of whatever. But in Ghana, there's no bell. And even if it starts raining, I've been playing, I've just played the rain. It's like, it'll not be anything. You will never die from lightning. I said, you will never die from lightning. In the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 6. I want us to just pray for something. Amen. Mark chapter 6 and verse 2. When the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Amen. So, Jesus Christ was empowered. You know, Jesus was an ordinary person in town. Everybody knew Jesus as an ordinary person. So in verse 3 they said, is this not the carpenter? The son of Mary? The brother of James? But we know him. And they were offended. They were what? Offended. Now, the word offend is actually um Not what you may think. It is. Offend. When we say offend today. We mean. uh, Hurt. In such a way that you are almost becoming bitter. You get what I'm saying. But that's not what. um, We mean here. What it means is. To put a small stick. In front of someone who is walking in such a way that it trips him. So it is a small thing, but it trips you and makes you fall. So that is what it means 
is, is the word scandalizo from the word we get scandal, but the meaning is to put a small little stick in front of you. Something small, but it makes you go down. Do you see? Now, what was the something small? The something small that was making the people go down. Down in the sense that they were not receiving from Jesus. And great, mighty miracles were taking place, but they couldn't. That small thing was who was his mother and who was his father and who was the questions about him. So, you know, I feel the Holy Spirit wants us to pray because we can be near God but not benefit from God. And we can be near something great but not benefit from something great. Now, when it comes to the kingdom of God, you need more faith than analysis. Amen. Amen? We need more what? Faith. Than analysis. Now, Whenever you analyze too much, it has a negative effect on you. Did you know that? For instance, depression. Depression comes from analyzing too much. If you think too much about life, you become sad. Did you know that? Hmm? Yes. First Peter chapter 2 verse 7. When Solomon analyzed life, oh, what is all these things that I've built? The person who is coming after me cry. We don't know whether he'll be wise or he'll be foolish. You get it? All is vanity. And you become sad. So depression usually comes from deep thinking. And that's why deep thinkers cannot marry easily. Because if you think deeply, you will not marry. Huh? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. If you think deeply. That's why marriage is for young people. When you are mostly influenced by delusions. (laughs) You see, when people are giving speeches at weddings, the grown-ups will just be looking. There was wonderful days. This and that. You know, when I saw him, when I saw her, the grown-ups would just be looking. Some of the people at the weddings, they even look angry. But it is because of life and what they have seen it before. So too much thinking, it has a negative effect on you even when you are in life. 
for me, I'm a deep thinker. So, many times, I have to ward off. Um, I, I, I can see that when I think about the realities of certain things, I, I feel like not continuing the things I'm doing. Many books I've written. I became depressed as I was writing the books. A book like uh, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. Or I, I wanted to stop. I, as I was writing, I said, who will even read this book? These people, they will not even read it. The Art of Leadership. Just writing. You wonder, will anybody even read it? I've written all the things that should be done. Will they even do it? You, you, don't, you don't even feel like continuing. So too much thinking, you get what I'm saying, can make you sad. So that's why we need light-hearted. Me, I need light-hearted people in my life. People are not thinking deeply. It, it helps me to be happy. Are you listening or you are going home? You don't like what I'm saying? Yes. It helps me. Because when you see somebody who is not thinking about anything, it, it's wonderful. It's exhilarating. It's like, you don't have a, a, a bother. You don't have a worry about anything. Wow. It's, it's beautiful. That's why we all like children. Yeah. Now, when you think deeply about a person who God is using, it also has a negative effect. And that's what happened to Jesus. When they started to think deeply about who he was, they said, ah, cannot be anything great. You see, so thinking is good. But at a point, it crosses into negative. That's why many Bible schools are producing people that are virtually useless as far as the ministry is concerned. Because when you have a Bible school that teaches a lot of knowledge, the person, the product, can't do much when he comes out. Because he knows so much. And too much knowing is not what we need. We need faith. Faith is different from knowing things. You need to believe things, not to uh, analyze people. You know, I heard somebody analyzing Moses. I became, the way he described him, I said, what? I've never had any bad thoughts about Moses. They described him as a tyrant, someone who could just, I mean, killing people, everything, die. You, you do this, you will die, you will die. I mean, it was comparing him to people like Saddam Hussein and others. It's like, it's like someone who was killing people that were not conforming to his ways and his rigid way of doing things. Hey, I realize I've never thought of Moses as in any negative light. But you see, when people analyze things, then I heard somebody analyzing David. David and uh, Saul. 
and the person was saying that the Bible is written by David's relatives from the tribe of Judah and that is why they presented Saul as a bad person and David as a good person and that when you read the Bible you get a feeling that Saul was some way and David was good but it's because it was written by people from the tribe of Judah oh have you ever thought of such things when you are reading that? You say you don't need you don't need such information. I even feel sad that I'm telling you all these things. Yes. <laughs> and then you now need to rise up over your analysis. It's difficult. Yes. So that's why I'm saying that many times you, people who go to Bible school and they learn so many things: New Testament survey, Old Testament survey, hermeneutics, logistics. I don't know. They have a lot of words. You can't even be a minister. So that's why you see that many people come, but they are not ministers. You need faith. So Jesus' miracles could not happen. And the Bible says in in Mark chapter 6 and verse 4, it says that he, he said, a prophet is not accepted in his own country and among his own king and in his own house. Verse 5, beautiful. And there he could do no mighty works. So, except to lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. No mighty works. Alright? So, look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 7. It says, And to you therefore which believe, Wow, believe. He is what? Precious. He is not... Mary's son or Joseph's son or this person's sister. He is precious. So when you believe in somebody, the person becomes precious. What's happening to my sound? One, two, three. There's some squealing in the sound. All right. Now, And to you that believe, whenever you believe, the person you believe in becomes precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. The stone which the builders disallowed. You disallow a person. You say, no, this one is not allowed. This one is not a man of God. This one is nobody. Disallow. Disallow. You know how they used to build? The builder would stand there and he chooses stones. If you've ever been to Egypt to see the pyramids, I haven't. But you see that many of the old buildings were built with huge stones and people wonder how they were lifted. So the, the builder has to choose the stone. So what happens? The builder is standing there and as he's choosing the rock, he said, no, no, this is not a good one. Throw it aside. So it's thrown aside. Then the stone, rather with time, 
the stone which was disallowed or not allowed to be chosen because of probably the way it was carved out, they realized that no, that's the stone that we need. So they go and bring the stone back, the one that was disallowed. And it becomes the cornerstone, that is the stone on which everything depends. Because it's put at the corner, this side depends on it, this side depends on it, this foundation depends on it, up depends on it. The stone which was disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. That's how your life will also be. People didn't choose you eh? and, di- and disallowed you, but God is choosing you today. And verse 8. Is it not beautiful? How many are enjoying the Bible? Yes. And then the stone, which was now the head of the corner, is what? A stone of stumbling and a stone of offense. A rock of offense. In other words, Jesus does not only make people rise, but he is so offensive to some people that some people actually fall because of him. And that's how every pastor is. Some people fall because of that pastor. That's why you should just not criticize people. Because once you're criticizing people, you are falling. Criticism is not going to help. You are making the person even more famous. So, don't let Jesus bring you down. That is through a little, that word offense is the same scandalizo, a little stick that makes you go down. And it's a small thing usually. Just the person's brother that you know. I know his brother. You know, when I started preaching, people, a lot of people knew my father. Now, a lot of people don't know my father because I mean, he died some years ago and it's older people who, knew, who know him. But a lot of people were offended about me because of my father. How can this man's father, a son be a pastor? A lot of people who, who knew me in, med- in medical school, they offended I me mean, in medical school. Now, how can you be a pastor? You know, recently... They, they put something in the newspaper the other day. Is it newspaper? Something, something. Reputation. I don't know who, which people they are, but I, I, I didn't even see it till later. I don't know what, what they are talking about. But one of my classmates decided to put that thing on my class because I'm in my class. My, my class. I went to school. You know that I went to school. How many know that I went to school? Yes. I have classmates. <laughs> so one of my classmates, you know, put it on the page. Yeah. So I, I later saw it. And I saw one person, two people made a comment on it. So I was talking to my, this friend who put it on. I said, ah, check whether you're, check and see. You know, you can see who has read your post. So I said, check and see. So he checked and read out the whole class. They have all read it. Everybody is quiet. <laughs> yes. And they, they can't, I mean, it's like they don't even know, they don't even know how to relate with. It's like, who is this guy? But we saw him struggling at physiology lectures. We saw him struggling to pass exams with us. 
How can it, how can it be important? That's how they'll be talk, talking about you too. But your destiny is to be a city set on a hill. People will be talking about you instead of you talking about people. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray. This is a prayer time. I hope you've noticed. Yes. I want us to pray that we will not miss the great things that God has in store for us because of stumbling over little things. May you not stumble over little things. Nothing will make you stumble. But rather, you are going to see the great and mighty works of God in your life. Let's stand to our feet. How many are already blessed in the house of God? Lift your hands and just ask God for grace that you will not fall over any stumbling stone in your life again in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Kama shatadola mandari kabalanda bara. Haronimoko sora bara. Radivene kesora baka paradiente. Halema karanola manashinde bara. baka paradiende veneme keso. Giovanni niko sara di deveke stora namina. Alorianda baka sora baba. Rova dini miko sara di embende kesora ba. Raymond ninosa faradiviento. Lord open my heart. Oh yes. Help me to be open to you, Lord. Every wonderful thing, every spiritual thing. <laughs> Ikotoloma, 
Let me not be offended, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let me not be offended, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let me not be offended, Lord. Let me not be offended, Lord. Let me not fall, Lord. Oh, yes. Let me not be trapped, Lord. Oh, yes. Let me not be deceived, Lord. Let open my heart, Lord. Let me have an open heart, Lord. A faith filled heart, Lord. A trusting heart, Lord. Deliver me from criticism, Lord. From murmuring, Pakana Mombin kaso, rapa mi kaso kaya, mole hetohu hurabaha, etoramana, manduna kistora, panono mosieke, rogafi kosano, monchi kosakai, mentele kastola, rodoso, ile kopa, katuke nege, mamanando lo mosurinanda leke sabrianda, rapa sukeri eketa, ioro hoshe, mano vacaseniako, monjebele kisere. Lo paraka itoronomo kosalianda mambili kesorian mantolomo kosaliando jorekota vikaluketaya morike sekilo likopara ni gejambo manino savine redakisopa ayokona nokosia ijeria kosanimo manjonia kasanimo mole kosanimo mentura kasa O pakuda kasuke lo paradia sora omberino ci andele me cosa para nigozamino kota o parakise lombreto sandele kesura bakatukelema we thank you lord o paranimo kosadia kataya mompevenika saduke sakule monse veredico satandele mokosa ulerebe kosadia kotolo mokosaya leja kisora bakaya Inamana kosandele me koriande, felibro kastoria, ijoria kastoria, vamono kosia dile kuto, apoli kesola, lombri kasombre jovina, inamana kosonda la maya, lamono kosandele bela, febriga storia, oji kesota baka, ilora sidelion, maloma sidelion, ranoma sidelion. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hand and pray oh, yes. for the spirit of faith. Yes, Lord. The spirit of faith. We pray for the, the spirit Bible of calls faith. The spirit, yes. the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. Lord, let me have a spirit of faith. Jesus marveled at their yes. unbelief. Yes. Let yes. me believe. Let yes. me believe. Yes. Give me the spirit of yes. faith. Ora kapa. Ule kesora da balude ne kecholamalina. Ambana kosa, ambana kosa. 
Lumpara Kasere, Jovo Kosa, Lumpara Kiso, Andune Mekasonda Ba, Imparanimi Kosa, Radilimi Kosa Ndelemea, Ogasako, Pugunumana, Jovere Kasonda Laba, Ikatono Monanike Sandalaba, we pray for the spirit of faith, Intakomba, Mantakomba, Miontakomba, Monjika Tomomba, Lombrika Sondelebe, Jokotalima, in Loco Paradia, we give you thanks, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, Shakando Romoka, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated, please. Now, when you go home, I want you to take Mark chapter 6 as your homework. Amen. Now, as a result of this prayer, you are going to experience certain things. Because as soon as Jesus left the environment of doubt in Mark 6 and verse 6, the Bible says he marveled because of their unbelief. And so he went away from those people. Now, the first thing is the first thing you are going to receive, which is he called the twelve and sent them out two by two and commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey save a staff only no script which is an old word for bag no bread no money in their purse but only with sandals so supernatural because you need money so it means that God is saying that I, Jesus was saying that I am going to send you without money and expect a miracle of money and of bags and of clothes and of everything that can come. This is the first miracle. And when they went and he came back, he had you lacking. He said, no, I told you, you'll be okay. And since I left medicine, in 1991 and came into all out full time ministry I've never lacked anything I've never begged by the grace of God Amen I've never lacked a car I've always had a car Yes The first brand new car that I ever drove, brand new car that I ever drove. Uh, I marked the date with one of our church members in this building. She's here today. When she was born, was the first day that I had a car. When she was born, I went to the hospital. She was born. So if her, if her age is 20, whatever, that's the age, that's the first time I saw a brand new car. Well, not the first time. Because when I was in school, my father bought me a brand new car. I've never lacked a car. You will never... Listen, the grace that is on me, 
will be on you too in Jesus name do you believe these things yes he told them I'm sending you no money no money go you'll be okay and that's exactly what the Lord told you go you'll be okay you'll be okay everybody's going to America you go you'll be okay you'll be alright you'll be fine I have been fine as exactly what he said and that is going to be your testimony he says I'm sending you without money stand up you are going to see this pray that this manifestation of faith will come to pass you see there is a miracle worker but this miracle don't work with people who don't believe things yes Lift your hand and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, I Lord. Believe yes. I, I believe and I receive the manifestation of miracles. Of miracles. Jesus. Miracle miracles. Provision. Miracle provision. Without money, I'll be okay. Without money, you supply my needs. You are going to provide for me. How many sometimes you have no money, you have no extra anything, extra of anything, extra of anything you don't have. 
Lift your hand. Supernatural provision. Supernatural provision. Receive it and thank God for supernatural. Thank God right now. Thank God. Ilorama paradikosa. Mendono mokosara dia kotanamaya. Legile kastori anama. Antono mosi briga falo. Logike lege menostam brokampa ina kotale. Ideni ne masonda labaka. Labrukos demfendi kotamino. Monji kolamenari. Nemino kosanda bakombe. Leipal tuli kase. Lo brika tombene, monjo kon kon tokola kapa, larina masunde lebeka, ravini otam, mandoni otam, ravini otam, mandoni otam, masunte komparani mekaso, lo brika sunta, luji kopakadi, lo pakazuteka, abenu guasa kantala maya, lugeso kofarini miko, lo preti kosalia. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be seated. Now, the next thing that happened was that in verse 13, when you go, please don't forget to read Mark 6, verse 13, they cast out many devils. So, this next miracle is going to happen in your life. Now, devils are real. Look, I don't want to tell you the country I was in, but I went to a certain country to preach before a crusade. And there were devils literally in the room. If I, if I lie down on the bed and I close my eyes, have you seen that thing that is like you feel something? Literally, if I try to sleep, so at a point I couldn't sleep. I said, I have to be awake. There's something here. It was very, very unusual. And a country with a lot of evil, especially a lot of murder. So, you are going to see devils you see when you have faith I don't mean analysis so that's, I said, stop analyzing things the more you believe you start to see because Jesus just walked away from these people look at what has started to happen devils are going out of your life today stand to your faith please it's good that we stand up and nice exercise yes now whatever hey. is a form of pressure my god on your life you see pressure is the word oppression oppressing okay. okay something you feel tension hey. it's going up let us bind devils of pressure in your life pressure 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 Repeto baraka paradiyadoba Ilaka Marita pressure Masura bakate Relationship pressure Enchune mikaba Business pressure Church pressure Opakanoma Ministry pressure Hey 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 Every kind of pressure Mantra kakepa Lada We cast out devils Yes We cast out devils We cast out devils We cast out devils Lipalunaya Mainanamukosa Lopika sojaka Parinamuneketa Ationtondelemekosa we bind every spirit we 
hands of stress and pressure. Pressure point. Oppression. Oppression. Sickness. Oppression. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, are you listening? Remember that when we come to church, it's a spiritual experience. Yes. We are not here to wear our best clothes. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus. Hey. Went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. Hallelujah. You see, the word oppressed is mm. the same pressure. Pressure. 
pressure, pressure. Safe. Oppress, press, oppress. Hey. Pressure. Now, one day, I was with Bishop Saki, and Ghana was playing World Cup or Africa Cup, one of these cups. It was a cup. (laughs) And I don't want to mention the name of the player. Do you see? But everybody liked that player and wanted that player to play. And the person was playing. So after one of the matches, because Bishop Saki knows more about football. Because I, I, don't, I don't watch football only during the Cups if I'm there. I told him that this guy, me, I don't see the use of the guy because he doesn't score. I mean, you, you play, he doesn't score. And then he told me something that has stayed with me. He said that, yeah, but he, he puts a lot of pressure on the enemies. Even though he doesn't score, every time the ball goes to the right, goes to the left. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but I don't want to mention his name. And he said that he, his presence, that guy, when he played, it's like he is pressing them, pressing them, and he's always causing something. Do you see? Pressure. You see? And even though he was not really scoring much, but his presence. So when I look at the next game, I realize that it's true. When, when something is pressurizing you, it's like it, it causes you to make a mistake. At the point that you've made a mistake. Yes. Before you realize you've made a mistake. Or before you realize you've done something that you shouldn't do. And it comes from long-standing pressure that is, is there, is there, is there, is there, is there. And see, the devils are spirits and we are humans. So they, they can't directly speak. So we feel some kind of pressure. And it's to confuse us. Then we finally one day make a mistake after a long time. Whatever pressure Jesus. you are under from yes. any type of demon, I curse the activities of devil Amen. around your life in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand and begin oh. to bind any oppression, spirit, pressure, spirit on your life that is pressing you to make a mistake, to confuse you, to divide you, to make you you will never make that mistake. You will never make that mistake. You will never make that mistake. We 
we find it in the name of Jesus. Every financial pressure, yes, marital pressure, yes, relationship pressure, yes, sexual pressure, yes, homosexual pressure, yes, any undefined pressure, yes, stress, Alone. high blood pressure, the pressure rising you hey, 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 in the hey. name of Jesus. In the it name is of Jesus, today, yes, we spirit and devil, wizard, witches, yes, 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 in the name of Jesus. 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 Now listen. Yes. I'll show you one last pressure that I want us to bind. How many realize that if you come to your house and you are sitting in your chair, relaxing, and somebody shows you that there is a snake behind the curtain. How many realize that even though the snake is resting behind the curtain and you are sitting in the chair, you will see that your life has changed and a new pressure hey, has come because hey, of the hey, presence hey. of the devil in your life. Whatever is present in your life that is causing a pressure, today it is going out. Begin to find the devil. No power can stay in your life after today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, 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 whatever is in the house with you, I cast it out in Jesus' name. Whatever has chosen your house, your room, your dwelling place to stay there, we say out today in the name of Jesus. Go out, 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 Satan, go out, devil, go out, go out of my room, go out of my bed, go out of my house, go 
out of my life. Go out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Makale makaba. Mabara mala. Mandolo moria kaba. It is finished. It is finished. That pressure is finished. That pressure is gone. That devil is gone out of the house. It is gone out of the house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Something is happening. Next thing that happens when you start having the spirit of faith is in verse 14, mighty works. He said that Herod heard of Jesus and he thought that John the Baptist had come back and that Mighty works do show forth themselves. From this prayer point, mighty works are going to show themselves forth in your life. Stand to your feet and just ask the Lord for these mighty works to come forth in your life. Mighty, mighty works. works from the spirit of faith. You see, we pray for the spirit of faith. Yes. We are no more going to doubt and analyze, yes. but we are going to walk in faith. Yes. Matandolo Maramanda, Limanama de Lebekebere, Dora Macabaranda, Thank you for this great blessing. Thank you for this great blessing. Thank you for this great blessing. Are you still around? Now, when you go home, how many are going to read Mark chapter 6? Will you read it? Okay. I'm not going to say all of the rest, but just one more thing. As soon as you move away from doubting and analyzing and you have faith, expect great things. Verse 41. Now, when he had taken the five loaves and two fishes, yes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves <laughs> and gave them to his disciples. Hallelujah. And what happened? He fed 5,000 people. That is a lot of money. If I say I'm taking 5,000 people to KFC today, huh? Eat whatever you want till there is left over. The Bible says in verse 42, they did all eat and they were awful. 
How many realize sometimes they give you food but you are not full? How many have eaten and you, the food was nice but you are not full? Yes. This is money. Money. I think maybe God reserves financial blessings like supernatural financial blessings for those who really believe in him. Because it's one of our needs. It's one of our needs. So as we have prayed for the spirit of faith, well, we have tried to banish the spirit of analysis and doubt. Don't analyze too much. What are the two negative effects? Depression. Then other you can't marry. Isn't it? And then you can't believe. Yeah. You can't easily marry. When a person comes and analyzes him, hmm, you. When I marry you, this is what you do. When you meet the next person, you. When I marry you, this is what you do. You, I know your type. You are just like this other person. You, you are like this. You, you are like this. In the end, everybody comes and goes. Hey. So, today, I want everybody in the church. You know, I don't preach much about money. But I believe that supernatural money, provision, is very real. That's what I believe. Yeah. And, I, and through faith, you will see those things practically happening in your life. You are entering a realm where you can take 5,000 people to eat food and come back. I mean, that's fantastic. You know, and this miracle is recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Usually it's three of them. But I think this one is in, or it's in John 6 and it's in Mark 6 and it's in Matthew. And I'm, I'm sure it's in Luke as well. All the miracles are not everywhere. And all the stories are not everywhere. John has only four miracles. John doesn't mention the woman with the issue of blood and those people. It doesn't bother me. And I don't know why Matthew 2 doesn't mention the raising of Lazarus and all these guys. I don't know why. This one is a big one. Because this was money. Yes. This was money. Supernatural money. I don't believe that the church has to come and start preaching every day about money. No. But I want you to know that it is real. And if you are really called by God, expect, expect God to provide for you. Yes. Those who doubt, you'll be doubting every day. Whilst others will be moving on in higher levels of prosperity. How many believe that somebody can give you a car? One day somebody gave me a bus. Yes. A bus. I, I, I didn't know what to do with it, so I gave it to the church. Another time somebody else also gave me a car. So why not? 
I needed it badly. I didn't have a car. Yes. Your needs will be met. Hungry, hungry, hungry people were fed that day. Hungry people. Hungry people were fed. You don't have a fridge. Expect a fridge. Did you hear what I say? Expect a fridge. You don't have a microwave. What is microwave? God has done it for you already. You don't have oranges. When was the last time that you drank fresh orange juice? You've left it for people in the hotels to be drinking fresh orange juice. Whilst you are drinking Ghana water and sewage water. Full of tadpoles and other creatures. Huh? Water and sewage. I don't know why they've added sewage to the water. <laughs> Your needs, as I'm speaking now, cars are flying in the air. In your direction, in the name of Jesus. A time will come that I will will receive more than 51 cars in a year. Yes, that's one a week, eh? One a week except Christmas. Christmas time to rest from receiving the cars. I need cars. I need cars to give to my missionaries. Yes. I want cars. Yes. And I believe I'm receiving them. Last time somebody gave me two cars. And I called two of my pastors. I said, these are cars for you. You'll be receiving gifts every day in Jesus' name. And this person is not even in our church. I don't even know whether he's a Christian. He said, no, he just likes me. He just wants to give me this card. Supernatural. I, 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 don't know, I don't know the person. I just like you. <laughs> so I'm giving you two brand new cars. New brand new. I received them on Tuesday. or was Wednesday. Sunday, I called the pastors. Come, come and see me about something. I said, these are your car. I know you don't have a car. Here's one. Here's one. You'll be receiving such gifts in the name of Jesus. explain why or how yes yes when uh, pastor joshua was in uh, in england he used to go to belgium to do the church there every weekend and one day a muslim man met him I said, I've seen you on this train every week. I don't know why I like you. And I'm upgrading you to first class. You and Pastor Micah, I'm upgrading you from England to Belgium by train to first class. Oh, four. Yes. Each time. Almost the whole year. 
You'll be upgraded soon. You know, there was a welder. You know what a welder is. There was a welder who had a welding shop. Metal works. And he named his welding shop Iron Must Obey. Iron must what? Obey. Obey. Iron must obey. (laughs) Today I declare to you, money must obey. Money must obey. It obeys the power of God. Just as the welder is calling his shop iron must obey. You know, the, the iron must obey, it must bend. No matter how hard it is, it must bend. Finances must obey. Stand to your feet. Lift your hand and pray that whatever financial breakthrough there is for yes. you, must obey by the spirit of by faith. The spirit of faith. Pray right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the spirit of faith. Thank you, Lord. Where we believe in your financial blessing and provision. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift your hand and thank God for financial provision. Financial provision. Thank you, Lord. Supernatural. Thank you, Lord. Supernatural. Thank you, Lord. Supernatural. Thank you, Lord. Super. Don't think of your salary. Don't think of your life. Think of the greatness of God. Think of the power of God. Think of the greatness of God. Money will obey the power of God. Because the power of God is real. 
You want my 
So 
Learned that if you love. 
shout of praise your neighbor didn't do it so shake your neighbor and say receive an anointing to come alive and now give the Lord another shout of praise hallelujah that shout didn't reach heaven are you ready for one last try first love church give the Lord a shout of praise hallelujah believe we are becoming more and more anointed, more and more filled um, as we receive the prophecies and the teachings of our prophet, Cyrus the anointed, 
and I believe our lives will never be the same again. This will be the most anointed church in Ghana. And you will be the most anointed person in your family. You will be the most anointed person in your workplace. You will be the most anointed person in your home. In the name of Jesus. And today we have another installment, another blessing, another prophetic word. And all the way at the back, can you hear me? Are you with me? Do you believe that nothing is impossible? Do you believe that God is doing miracles? Are you expecting a word? Then give the Lord a Nothing shout and welcome my father and your father. When you the put prophet, your trust Bishop, in God, Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in his word. Hearken to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, yes everything is possible with God. How many believe that everything is possible with God? Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His Word. Hearken to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His Word for everything. For everything, yes, everything is possible with God. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your mighty presence that is here with us. In Jesus' name, we welcome your angels. We welcome the Holy Spirit. We welcome your power. We welcome the anointing. We thank you, Lord. And we banish demons and devils and lying spirits out of our midst in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Isaiah 45, Cyrus the Anointed. And put your name there, Cyrus, and then what's your name? The Anointed. Hallelujah. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden to subdue nations. So because of the anointing on your life, you are going to subdue nations. Ghana will be soft for you. You know, some people say, I can't stay in Ghana. It's because you are not anointed. If you are anointed, you'll be happy in Ghana. Receive the anointing to subdue nations. Some people are in America. They say they can't stay there. Receive the anointing to subdue America. Where whichever nation God places you in, by the anointing, the nations will subdue them, be subdued. Amen. I will lose the loins of kings to open before him 
the two-leaved gates, and the gates shall not be shut. So whatever has been closed to you is opening wide. I see the door of an aeroplane opening for you to enter. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. So whatever road you are walking on, that is not so straight. God is straightening it for you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There's no space there. There is no space there. The space on this side. <laughs> you know, our church membership starts from 10. Exactly 10 years, if you are, you are a member. Verse 3. Now, I will give thee the treasures of darkness. Please, you know, when you come to church, it is not a lecture. This is not one of your philosophy lectures. I don't know what subject you are doing in school. This is believing we are in the house of God. So we are here to pray and believe in God and experience God. So he says he will give you the treasures of darkness. The only thing I want to hear is your loudest amen. And hidden riches of secret places. I see dollars flying in your direction. I see dollars flying to you. I see dollars flying to you. In the name of Jesus. That thou mayest know that I the Lord, which call thee by name, I am the God of Israel. Hallelujah. For Jacob my servant's sake and Israel mine elect I have even called thee by name. I have surnamed thee though thou hast not known me. Now I want to dwell a bit on the anointing. Have you all got the anointing oil somewhere? Yes. I need you to be ready. At the right time, you are going to put a shot of the oil on your forehead. You are walking out of this place anointed. Cyrus the anointed. This is part four. Now, There are three principles of the anointing found in verse 4 of Isaiah 45. The first one is that God does things for people because of people, because of somebody. For Jacob, my elect's sake, and Israel, 
my elect sake, I have even called thee by name. So God chooses you and anoints you and uses you and calls you sometimes because of somebody or for some other reason apart from yourself. So if you are the donkey whom Jesus is sitting on, riding through Jerusalem, or the ass, was it an ass or a donkey? It's about the same thing. And you hear the people shouting, Wow, Hosanna, Hosanna. You don't have to think it is because of you, the donkey, that people are shouting. Because some donkeys get confused when they hear the prayer, the shoutings and so on. And they don't realize that it's because of somebody that they are shouting, not you. Don't be confused. Yes. Don't be confused. The shouting is for my elect sake. The money is for my elect sake. The blessing, certain things is for my elect sake. Maybe even your ability to sing, it is for my elect sake. You'd be surprised. Maybe you, you, whatever grace you have been given, there is a special reason. And often you see when you go through the Bible, you see that God chose Jacob. He chose Israel. He chose Jacob. Even they were twins, but he chose Jacob. So God has his special people that he chooses for whatever he wants to do. And then because of those people, he was telling Cyrus, I've called you because of Israel. I called you because of Jacob. Cyrus, I've anointed you and I've given you this gift, the treasures of darkness, the riches, because of it, Jacob, because of my anointed Israel. So if God calls you and you don't even know why you are called, you may never use the money, the gift, and whatever it is you are or you have properly because it is for someone, someone's sake that God puts you in certain places and gives you certain privileges. So, young man, young lady, whoever you are, one day you will remember what I'm saying to you. Because you are not only going to be as you are forever. Things change, and sometimes things change fast. And you find yourself seeing things you never thought you would see. Today, you may be sleeping in an uncompleted kiosk. An uncompleted kiosk. Not an uncompleted house. An uncompleted kiosk. It's a place. But one day you may be in the poshest of mansions. For my servant's sake. For my elect sake. So remember that. If people that have been with me for 30 years would remember that. They would have done more. For the work of the Lord. When you are struck with a disease. 
that tells you you are dying soon. You see that many people suddenly their priorities change and they realize how important it would have been and it was for me to do the work of the Lord. Now I am encouraging a lot of people to build churches because God has anointed me to build churches. We are building churches in every capital city in Africa, sub-Saharan Africa. There is a project. No, no, don't. It's not for, I'm not doing saying this for fans. But as I speak to you, we are building practically and actively in Rwanda, in Kenya, in Uganda, everywhere. It's active, ongoing. Cameroon, Nigeria, everywhere. Capital cities. And also other cities that are not capital cities. We are building in at least seven cities in Liberia. I'm talking about church buildings with offices. Yes. And across Sierra Leone. Ah, he's from Rwanda. Stand up. Is it true or it's not true? Very true. Uh, come here. They can't hear your English words. True or not true? It's very true, Bishop. Where do you live? Kigali. Kigali is in which country? Rwanda. Well, you see, you'll be going to Kigali to visit. He lives in Kigali. Yes. I just saw him when I was preaching. Are, are you building a church? Is there a project going on? It's, it's, it's active. Very active. We've mounted the steels, everything. Beautiful. Is it a big thing or a small thing? Huge. In fact, they haven't seen a kind like that before. Yes. It will be the biggest church, right? And, and which other country? Niger. Niger. Which, 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 which city? Niamey. Niamey in Niger. It's going to be the biggest building. Yeah. In the whole of the country. There are only eight church buildings in that country. Only eight church buildings. And God has anointed me to build churches in every capital city. Where do you think the money is from? Where do you think the money is from? It's from us. So, for my, my elect sake. Yes. Yes. When I was in Pandai, you must be shouting, I'll be there. When I was in Pandai, I had a crusade. And I told, I told the pastor, I'm coming to build seven buildings in this town. He thought I was joking. We have finished, uh, I think, three. Three of them. And when I went to Salaga, which is where our brothers started their whatever from, Salaga, I told them, I'm coming to build seven churches. I'm going to surround this town with churches. Yes, we are on it. It's all, all are ongoing. So, God is going to provide for you. And remember why. Cyrus, my anointed, I am opening the treasures for you. And remember in verse 4, that it is because of my servant. The second principle that you see here. I may not preach for long today. The second principle that you see here is because... It says, I have surnamed thee. 
Now, a name is a very spiritual event. Never joke with your name. If your name is um, something, you may need a name. And many people that God wants to use, he changes their name. Because you see, what you are being called every day, there's an implication. I met a, a, a girl one day. She told me, my mother always called her. There were two of the sisters. One was a little older, like one year, and then the next well, a year apart. My mother always called me um, Angel, she said to me. And she was in church. And she always called my mother, um, dev, uh, my sister, Devil. So she used to call Angel and Devil, you two come here. And, and it happened exactly. The last time I saw the one that they called Devil was in a prison. In fact, they were one of the first time I visited a prison uh, in, in, that, in that particular country. So you, you have to be careful. So somebody is calling you a name which is the name of a God. Yes. Hmm. Then the third principle of the anointing is that you can be anointed and you don't even know that you are anointed. He says that thou hast not known me. You, you, don't, you don't even know me. Before you even know what is anointing. So many times people are operating in the anointing. You don't even know that it is the anointing that is working in your life. Yes. Because many of the things that God has used me to do. I'm I'm not aware that I'm doing something. The other day I was looking at uh, a film of our crusades in uh, Zambia. In Mozambique. And I was surprised. I said, hey, is this us? It's surprising. Yes. God is going to do great things. You will not even know what is happening. One day somebody will point at you and say, you know, do you know you are anointed? Do you know that you are anointed? Yeah. And you say, I, I didn't even realize that I was anointed. Yes. I was in uh, Burundi. I met a... Uh, you'll be there. I met a French man, a white man. He told me since the year 2014, I listened to the Makane for at least two hours, two to three hours or four hours every day. Every day. Since I started to listen to that thing, my spirit came and I said, now I want to be in the ministry. A Frenchman. Yes. I, I didn't know. And God told me the most anointed of all your preaching is the, the Makane and the camp. That's why he spoke to me in the night to put Makane as on the podcast, as a podcast. So it is not by my name, just write the Makane. If you go, it's there. Track by track. I don't think they've even finished loading. It's coming. All will be there soon. The most anointed. I, I, I didn't even know that it was anointed. Because I just have points, maybe 20 points, and I'll be reading there. Number one, number two, number three, number four. But over time, I see that, hey, he says, thou hast not known. You didn't even know that you were anointed. Thou hast not known me. But you are, you are Cyrus the anointed. You don't even know me. Anointed, you don't even know me. Before you even know anointing. Receive grace from God and anointing from God. Whatever is contained in the anointing, you will experience it. Now, 
Today, very quickly, we have to look at uh, how to become anointed. Number one. How many want some of this oil to come in the spirit? Terminated, transferred anointing. When a man of God dies, the anointing usually goes to somebody. So anytime a man of God is no more around, you must know that the mantle is somewhere. So the first one is terminated, transferred. So the person's life is terminated and the anointing is transferred. You see, when Jesus died, in Acts 4.13, Bible says, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they marveled. And then they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. The next one is that a person can be alive and the anointing can be transferred. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1, The Lord said to Samuel, fill your horn with oil and go and I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. So Samuel was told to go and anoint another person as the king even though there was already a king so sometimes the anointing that used to be on somebody can be on another person even though the other person is alive because you see the reason why people don't die is that when you come to this earth you are given a lease so you can't just die the people don't just don't just just die it's very difficult to die tell your neighbor it's difficult for you to die i tell you you can't just die. Yeah. There's a list of time. When you go to heaven and there's a judgment, you see that you've not completed your time and then it's like now you've come. And then when you start explaining, before they realize that they will, need, they will want to resurrect you so that you can finish your years and then they can do the judgment properly. So that's why you can't just die. Yes. You are not dying now. I say you are not dying now. 70 years with ease. 70 years with ease. 70 years with ease. I prophesy 70 years with ease. Whatever threatens you, I curse that thing in the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor sitting by, you cry, I can't imagine you at 70. I can't even imagine. You as an older, old person, I, I don't even understand what you look like. Hey! Number three. Anointing sharing. Anointing sharing. Numbers chapter 11. So, I'm hearing some music. Is it from here? or Okay. <laughs> Somebody has got a good sound system. We are feeling it from here, I tell you. Maybe we have to upgrade our sound system. 
<laughs> Everybody say, I love anointing sharing. How many want to share the anointing? Somebody has anointed. Charlie, let me share some of the anointing. Hey. Numbers 16. Numbers chapter 16. Verse. Numbers chapter 11, verse 16. And the Lord said to Moses. No, 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 no. Before that. The people were complaining. All right. Verse 10. Then Moses heard verse 10. The people weeping. Every man in the door of his tent and the anger of the Lord was kindled and Moses was also displeased. And Moses said to the Lord, wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servant? Wherefore have I not found in thy favor in thy sight? Why that thou hast laid the burden of all these people on me? How many know that people are a burden? I'm sure President Akufuado has seen that people are a burden. We are not an easy burden to carry 25 million complaining people. Ghanaians, independence since 1957 Our eyes have opened We know things How many realize that Ghanaians know things? Hey, talking, everybody is talking in his house Nobody is quiet How many realize that people are talking about the government every day? Yesterday, I, I, I read in the news, I think he went somewhere in the western region, and the chief of the areas said, I want to thank you, Mr. President, for coming here by road. <laughs> do, do you know the meaning of that? <laughs> it was not just a thank you, but it was mixed with some vinegar and some uh, this thing. Thank you for coming here by road. You didn't fly. You came by road. <laughs> Verse 12. Have I conceived all these people? Have I begotten them that they should say to me, carry them in thy bosom as a nursing father, bearing the suckling child unto the land which thou swearest? When shall I have flesh to give to all these people? I am not able to bear these people alone. It is too heavy for me. Verse 14. Verse 15, if thou deal thus with me, kill me. I'm sure some presidents are saying, kill me. I pray thee out of hand, if I have found favor in thy sight, and let me not see my wretchedness. Now, anointing sharing comes here in verse 16. Now, the Lord said to Moses, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel. Whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people. And officers over them. And bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation. That is the tent. There was a tent. Bring them to the tabernacle. That they may stand there with thee. Hmm? Verse 17. And I will come down. And talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit. That is the anointing. I will take the spirit which is upon thee. You see a great man of God can have an anointing. And God can take some of the anointing of that person. And put it on them. Seventy people. I mean one divided by 
said you would have thought, because I one time I heard Bonke saying, Ranad Bonke saying that he is not giving his anointing to anybody. He has no intention of giving his spirit to anybody. Everybody should get their own flame. That's what he said. He said everybody should get their own flame. He said that on the day of Pentecost, every head had a flame. So everybody should have his own flame. Nobody should come for his flame. Everybody should get their own flame. If somebody has his flame, you want to take the oil from the person. Go and buy for yourself. Hmm. But as he was saying that, I was telling him, uh, invisible, I'm coming for the anointing. Charlie. We are taking some of the anointing. We are sharing the anointing. I will take of the spirit that is upon thee and I will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee that thou bear it not thyself alone. Verse 18. And say thou to the people, sanctify yourselves. It's going to happen. Verse 19. You shall not eat in one day, two days. Go on. Verse 20. But even a whole month until it comes out of your noses. What you were complaining about, I'm going to give it to you. That's what God is telling some of you who are dying to be married. I will give you marriage until the marriage is coming out of your nose. Every day you are complaining that you want to marry, you want to marry. I will give you marriage until the marriage will come out of your nose. Obana Noko. Because you have despised the Lord. Eh? Who is among you and have wept before him, saying, Why did we come out of Egypt? One thing God doesn't like is complaining and memory and this talking undertone. Never sit by anybody who whispers funny comments against anything. Don't join, even at work. I'm telling you, it's not a good group to join. They never do well. If you are in that group or somebody talks to you, just say, Hey, one time I was with some pastors and somebody said something. I said, don't say that. Don't say that because 30 minutes ago we were with this very person. Wow. You were saying nice things. Now we've come aside and look at what you are saying. He was shocked from that time when he sees me quiet. Eh, be quiet. It's better you be quiet than you join me in your things. Tell somebody, eh, be quiet. Be quiet. Yes. Verse 21. And Moses said, The people who I among I am 600,000, and you say you will give them flesh that they may eat a whole month. Verse 22. Shall the flocks and the heads be slain? And the Lord said to Moses, Is the Lord's hand waxed short? Supernatural provision of food. Your storeroom will be full from today. Your chop box will be full in Jesus' name. Your trunk will be full in Jesus' name. Your house will be full in Jesus' name. I mean, you, those of you who go and buy rice and hide it under your bed. I bind you from all those activities in Jesus' name. You've hidden the milk under your bed. It's not nice. It's not nice. God is providing. 
Receive the provision of God. Now Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and gathered 70 men and set them round the tabernacle. Are you watching? Are you watching? And the Lord came down in a cloud and spoke to him and took off the spirit that was upon him. Wow. He took off the spirit in verse 25. He took off the spirit that was upon him and gave it to the 70 elders. And it came to pass when the spirit rested upon them that they prophesied and did not cease. You are going to receive that anointing. And one of the signs that you have received that anointing is what? You start prophesying or you start preaching. You know, if you are in this church and you have not become like the preaching type, you have not really been anointed. It's true. I mean, no matter who you are, you must preach, share the word, witness. Otherwise, honestly, anointing is not oh, I receive anointing for uh, this thing, money. As for me, I'm a money, a financial evangelist. You are a financial evangelist. Have you seen a financial evangelist in the Bible? How come you are anointing yourself as a financial evangelist? <laughs> Verse 26. Now, but there remain two of the men in the camp. You see, of the 72 people didn't come for the meeting. Yes. Listen. And the name of one of them was Eldad. And the name of the other was Midad. So Eldad and Midad didn't come to the meeting. But look at what happened to Eldad and Midad. Now, and the spirit rested upon them. And they were of them that were written, or they were among the registered 70. But went out, they didn't get the chance, went out not to the tabernacle. And they prophesied in the camp. So they were in the house, and then when the spirit fell on them, they started prophesying. Hallelujah! You see, the arrival of the spirit is the same. Whether you are there or you are listening from far away, God is anointing you with power! Hey! Now in verse 27, there ran a young man and told Moses and said, Eldad and Midad are prophesying. Eldad and Midad are prophesying in the camp. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men answered and said, My Lord Moses, forbid them. Stop them. Well, they, they are not around. They didn't come. They were just live streaming. They were just watching the live stream. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? Are you, are you jealous for me? 
because people are far away and they are receiving in other churches and other ministries and those who are not here in Ghana they are receiving the anointing are you jealous and he said I wish I would that all of the Lord's people were prophets and that he would put his spirit upon them receive his spirit on your life receive his spirit on your life receive his spirit on your life you see the anointing is for everybody and every genuine man of God wants others to have that spirit because it it changes your life yes when God called Moses he was a refugee he was a hustler in a foreign land but when God called him not knowing that he was calling him to be the first president you see president Netanyahu you see president Netanyahu the first president is Moses the first president of Israel is Netanyahu's job it was the first person to be the head of state of Israel as a nation was Moses yes leading them and they are a burden even now did he win the elections and he won the election you see they always fighting even if you are their leader they've taken him to court they are fighting him they do the election almost losing almost we meanwhile he's fighting for them these people it's not a small thing to be a president now let's look at three keys in verse 16 that you see for catching this anointing number one in verse 16 he said gather me 70 men of the elders make sure number one you are one of the elders you must be a basenta leader or a basonta leader or a batenta organizer or what else a pastor or an elder something important it wasn't just 70 riffraffs 70 kalabule men 70 jimaklas 70 i mean any type of person it was 70 elders so even when god was going to put his spirit on he had to register 70 people who were, or you can be an auntie, who were working and known registered elders already. They've been working without anointing. I see every basanta, basenta leader becoming an anointed person. You cannot say, you cannot say that the anointing that is on my life is not on some other people's life. You cannot say that. You can't, if you say that, it means you are blind. I mean, Bishop Richard, he's invited all over the world. This, I think, I, I think he's in Lithuania this morning. They, they, they invited, come, speak to us. Come and preach. Yeah, he was in Papua New Guinea. These are invitations, they pay for him to come. He, he sent me a message two days ago, he's going with his wife to Lithuania. You'll be invited to places. Yes. You, you can't say that the anointing of my life is not being shared. I can mention so many people. They are all being invited, come here, speak to us, preach. They are doing big churches. 
Dr. Go is with me all the time. You can't say the anointing is not on, on his life. Sometimes I preach with him and I come back. As soon as they finish me, they don't even come to me. They just go to him, please, we want to invite you to come. It's like they've stopped inviting me. I said, no problem. Are you jealous for me? Are you jealous for me? Don't be jealous for me. <laughs> Receive the gift of God on your life now. Today is the end of running away from being a leader or having responsibility in the church. You can't come here without having a responsibility. Yes. 17 leaders, elders, major members were chosen for this experience. And do you think God today is now going to choose 70 70 nobodies? No. Not 70 rich people. 70 elders. Number two. Three principles you see here. Number two. Bring them to the tabernacle of the congregation. You see, the tabernacle of the congregation is the church. You see, there is no way that you say your life will not change when you come to church. It's impossible. It is impossible. How many have noticed that your life is changing as you come to church and as you sit in the presence of... You you now you can see that something is changing. Bring them to the tabernacle. This is the steps to the anointing. Gather them. The more you are present in the house of God, the more you stand a chance to be one of those to share the anointing. When Bishop Ogon started to show me pictures of his church and the growth of his church, I just said in my head, I didn't tell him, but I said quietly in my head. You know, there's somebody, anywhere I am, I am he, he always comes there. And sometimes I tell the people, don't tell him. Well, he, otherwise he will come. <laughs> yes. Everybody says, ah, don't you have something to do? <laughs> he has two, Adenta Cathedral and Oyibi Cathedral. Huge, and he's building Pedriasi Cathedral, just opposite the Pedriasi Lodge, inside the Bessie. He has built a big cathedral there, just finishing them up. All of them are full. Yes, full. True or not true? True, Bishop. Are you not with him? He has been with him for six years. Yes. So I was wondering how. He doesn't even have time. Every day crusade, he has been at every crusade. Anointing sharing. That anointing is descending on you this morning. Both girls and boys are receiving the anointing. Hey, Cyrus the anointed. Cyrus the anointed. You don't even know. You don't even know me, but you are anointed. You don't even know that you are anointed, but you are anointed. Yes. I have never failed to hear when I go for crusades. I've never failed to hear. You know, because at each crusade, we always have a meeting with the pastors of the town to thank them. I've never failed to hear. This man that you sent, because the crusade director goes ahead. This man, hey, he made us do this. He made us come together. He's a very great man you have. Some people have even gone as far as telling, please increase his salary. They are trying to say something good for him. 
people have asked me, what do you pay these people? When we had a crusade in Takradi years ago, somebody told me, he was inside the Methodist church. At that time, Bishop Prince was the crusade director. He said, if we have two of Bishop Prince, the whole of Methodist church will change. If we have two of such people. Yes. You are anointed without even knowing what you are doing. Yes. Anointing sharing. Gather elders. Let them come to the church. <laughs> Let them just attend. You should do what? They should attend. Your attendance is not in vain. I said your attendance is not in vain. You're constantly going around with the person, with whatever is not in vain. Many of you have heard of Shambak. I don't know if you've heard of Shambak. Shambak. Anytime you hear of a great man of God, just try to find out who else is associated with that person. He was the worship leader singing praises for A.A. Allen. Yeah. Singing praises for him everywhere. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't, you, you are, you see, and I know many of you here are carrying an anointing. And that anointing is wonderful. It's going to make you build houses. It's going to make you preach the gospel. It's going to make you prosper. It's going to make you debt free. Receive the grace of God. Third step. Only three steps. He said, gather them. Then verse 17. And I will come down and talk with thee. There. Now, how does talking with thee make you anointed? You see, God has whom he speaks to. So many times, God, if you read the book of Exodus, and the Lord said to Moses, and the Lord said, chapter, verse 1, almost every chapter, and the Lord spoke to Moses, and the Lord said to Moses, saying, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, and the Lord spoke to Moses, and the Lord spoke to Moses, and the Lord spoke to Moses. You never see, and the Lord spoke to Joshua. You never see, and the Lord spoke to Aaron. In fact, you never see, and the Lord spoke to anybody else. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, and the Lord spoke to, you, you see, in the Bible, you have Paul's and you have Timothy's. God spoke to Moses. Never, you never hear God spoke to Joshua. And then Joshua came. God spoke to Aaron. And Aaron came and said, and the Lord spoke to uh, somebody else. No, the Lord spoke to Moses. You see, you have to, even me, if, I, if I'm calling England, or Switzerland, or America, or any of these places, or Nigeria, there will be a particular person I always speak to there. I don't just speak to everybody there. That's a, that's a, that's a reality. So in Ghana, if God is calling, he's likely to speak to certain people. And you have to respect that, and therefore take carefully what the Lord says through Moses. Whoever the Moses is. That is why That is why it is important to respect the words that are spoken by certain people if God is using those people. That's why he told Timothy in 2 Timothy 2 verse 2 the words 
the, the message you heard me preaching, the same message. Preach the same message. Preach what I tell you, what, what, I, what you heard me preaching. Those are the words that God spoke to. Because you see, not everybody has Jesus appearing to him. In 2 Timothy 2, Paul said, the, the same message you heard me say, just say the same thing to other faithful people. Uh, are you trying to say we don't, we don't have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit cannot speak to us? I never said that. You don't have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can speak to you, but I'm talking about speaking in a certain way and speaking certain things that affect all of us. You have to accept that. There are people that God chooses to speak to. It's not that Aaron was not his servant or that he didn't like Joshua. No. But in that moment and in that work, he had chosen Moses and he was using Moses as his pipeline. And he was using Moses to speak to the people and you got to listen to what Moses is saying. That's just the way it is. And he even told, he even told Moses that I will make you instead of God to, to, to your brother Aaron. Instead of seeing God, he will see you. If you don't learn that, you'll be hearing a man of God speaking to you and you will think that your friend is chatting with you. And you will think that you are just having a casual conversation. But if God has chosen that person to speak to, then you should listen carefully for your own good. I'm debt free. The ministry I lead is debt free. The organization that I'm in charge of is debt free. Many of the people that are under me are not debt free. Because when I speak, they think I'm having a discussion with them. They think I'm chatting with them as a co-equal. But just learn. Just learn. When God brings a Moses to your life, you see that he says, gather the people. I'm going to anoint them, but I'll speak to you. I won't speak to any of them. I won't say a word to you. And you never, did you see him speaking to them? Never spoke to them, just anointed them. To share the burden of Moses' message and Moses' directives with the people. And that's why I say, all over the world, our churches, our pastors are supposed to preach certain things. I expect them to preach certain things. If they are not preaching, then send messages to us so that we know that this man is from another spirit. I expect all those in Winners Chapel to preach what the leader God gave to Bishop Oyedepo. I don't expect them to preach what I'm preaching. Never. I expect all those in Christ Embassy to preach the messages that they are given to preach. He told Jonah, go to Nineveh and preach the preaching that I bid thee. Jonah chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Or verse, yeah. He preached out, yeah. Or, verse, or chapter 3. He said, go back to Nineveh. Preach the preaching that I bid thee. Yes. Go to Nineveh and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. The preaching that I told you. Go where you are told to go and preach what you are told to preach. Don't just preach what you want. The preaching that I bid thee, that preaching. And what was the preaching? The preaching was, tell them they are all going to die. They are all condemned. Then you go and preach and say, today is your day of blessing. (laughs) 
day you'll be rich. Financial evangelist. No, you are laughing. I've met somebody who told me he was a financial evangelist. A real person. Yes. He said to me, I'm a financial. And he was reading my book on tithing. And he said, yeah. Very some way towards the church, but he was reading my book. He says he's a financial evangelist. So God is anointing you. And you are going to go out of this place. Preaching. Let preaching be one of the things that you do. How many went on the visitation yesterday? How many did not go? When are you going to go? Now, Luke 4, 18. Look at it. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. Anointing is for preaching. Yes. Look, it can never be that God sent Jesus Christ to come to this world to give us money. He came to save us from our sins. And he has anointed us to preach. Ask for money, you will need it. As for finances, we will need it. In fact, the more you preach, the more you need money. I probably need more money than most pastors I know. How many pastors you know who are, who are building hundreds of churches at the same time and having crusades? Huh? We are, we are on our way to uh, where? I don't know, Namibia or someone, one of those countries. Zambia, Namibia, and so on. Yeah, sending missionaries, building hospitals, doing many things. The more you preach, the more you need. So the more you flow in the anointing, the more the need comes and the more God opens the windows of heaven to supply. But when you don't start preaching, you don't start getting into his work. And you have to learn, it's like tithing. As a young person, you have to learn how to speak the word. You have never learned the word until you speak it. You know, when I went to medical school, one of the first things we learned was how to speak oral exams. You know, it was a shock from A-level because we always learn in our minds. We just read and memorize it. But when you go to medical school, they start discussions. Then they'll ask you, what are the uh, uh, causes of this? What are the differential diagnoses of a mass in the right iliac fossa or a mass in your stomach or something? Then you have to speak. And the exams are also speaking. So you see a big book and you see that the, the doctors, they know a lot of things. Because the discussion, the preparation is by talking. And I, it made us know things. You see that if you can speak. And when you are at the ward and they are questioning, there are five professors standing there with a patient there. It's about talking. You don't write or text. You, you speak to them. They ask, they ask you questions and you answer. And you have to speak big, big things that are in textbooks. So you realize that the medical students are very knowledgeable. It's sad that they are not uh, as rich as art students after school. <laughs> and, and it is because they, they, they speak the knowledge that they have. It, it changes you. You can't sit in church year after year, day after day, and not rise up and start preaching to one person. The first 
size of your congregation of the first congregation of your life is one person. And I don't mean invitation to church. I mean talking the word. Talking the word and, and checking either from your phone or whatever the, the scripture. Everybody should have a Bible on your, on your phone. Check your, check your neighbor's phone whether there's a Bible there. No phone on your Bible. I tell you there's a curse is working somewhere. No Bible on your phone. There's a curse somewhere. Check it right now. If you don't have a Bible, my friend. And there's pornography on the phone, but, but there's no Bible on your phone. Everybody out with your phone. I want to see your Bible on your phone. Where is, is this your Bible? Let me see your Bible. Let me see your Bible. You don't have a phone. The phone is spoiled. What about you? You don't have a phone. Receive it. Receive the phone. Let me see your Bible. Check. Check. Beautiful. This is a good Bible. This is the cutter. Yes. Get it. The best one, Tekata. Yeah. That's the one you should have. Yeah, that's it. Now, turn off your phone. I'm preaching. Turn it off. Anybody who is sending WhatsApp during the preaching, Father, let that phone, should I curse the phone? Should I curse that phone? Then turn the thing off and listen to the preaching. anointing to be on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Solid speakers. I need you to be like a speaker. You will see that you, 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 will, you will speak better even at work. One day, one of my pastors, he was in a top firm in America. Everybody in the firm was a white man except him. Then one day, the boss was late. And they were supposed to make a presentation. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. He was, they were supposed to make a So he, he, he was late in coming. So he asked this guy who was a pastor. But he didn't know he was a pastor. He didn't even know that he was a Christian. It's not everywhere you show people, I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor. I'm a, it, it's dangerous even. So he called and said, start speaking to the people. I'll be there. When the boss got there, the pastor was explaining the financial whatever to the people and he was speaking. One speaking, then he gives illustration, windows, everything. The boss came and sat at the back and listened. He didn't interrupt. Just listen. And he said, ah, it seems you are a public speaker. He said, a public speaker. He's been preaching every Sunday. That, that. I said, he's been preaching every Sunday. So he's, he's talking to a congregation is not, not a problem. Then he started to go up and up until he was elected as the head. You'll be soon a national hero. Tell the person sitting next to you that I've not seen your preaching skills. I've, I've not seen your preaching skills. I don't, I don't feel you as a preacher. Like I feel you as a like a, a sister or a brother or a some way person, but I don't see the preaching aspect of your life. How can you preach to your boyfriend that you are sleeping with? 
Now, when you start preaching, it even changes you. You see that you have to change. Because you, you see that you can't preach when you are somewhere. You can't preach. They say that your mouth is paralyzed. From today, I see that preaching anointing coming on your life. And you see, the more you preach, the more you need money. Yes. Since I started, I gave a figure. I said, when you give me this money, I'll build a church for you. Painted roof with a name. So many people have been giving me money. Build, 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 build. When the more you preach, the more you need money. The more the money comes, the more you are able to do. It's amazing. Never, never make being rich your aim. Make being anointed your aim. Yes. Make being anointed. Being an anointed preacher. Make it your aim in life. Both boys and girls. Girls, don't make your aim to marry and just have a child. It's a small aim. That aim can be finished in two years. They said, then what will you do for the rest of your life? I just wanted to marry and also the and it's finished just now. It's finished just now. 27 is finished. And what will you do next again? It's a small aim. Huh? Extra time from 27 to 70, you finish having children. I met a lady, she was 25 years old in the world. And I was looking at her, her, her breast was like Charlie Water. And I found that she has given birth to about 10 children already. 25. The breast has been completely used up. Between, between five, 5 to 10 children. 25. She has finished. Grand multiple. From 25 to 70, what are you going to do? I see the anointing. Take your oil quickly. Hey, today is a day for anointing sharing. And some people who are watching by Eldad and Midad, they are all going to receive the anointing. Have you got the anointing? Get it on your hand, please. Put it on your hand quickly. Have you got the anointing on your hand? Who doesn't have it yet? All of these people don't have. Please. Get the oil. Put some on your hand. And we are going to pray. How many are going to be preaching? How many are going to be speaking? Anointed teachers. Anointed speakers. Anointed witnessing. Anointed follow-up. Anointed basenta leaders. Anointed basanta leaders. Anointed workers in the church. Lift your hand like this. Father, I thank you for your power that changes everything. 
Send your spirit from heaven, oh God, on every one of your children now. The boys, the girls, the men, the women. Release your spirit. Put your hand on your forehead. Rub it on your head. May every proclamation made about the anointing come to pass practically in your life. As Cyrus was anointed and had a new name, may you have a new name in your life. As Cyrus didn't even know the Lord and didn't even know that he was anointed, may you do great things without even knowing what you are doing. May greatness be associated with you. May the anointing be associated with you. May preaching be associated with you. May working for God be associated with you. You'll never be called dry again. In the name of Jesus, you are an anointed co-worker. I said you are an anointed co-worker. You are now working with the Lord's prophets. You are a joint worker, a co-worker, an associate worker, a fellow anointed servant of God. Receive the anointing on your life. Say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive grace. In the name of Jesus. Now, everyone, lift your two hands. Pray that the grace that is on my life will be on your life. Pray for it right now. Pray. Father, whatever grace carried me from my teenage years up till today, serving you, let that grace rest upon your children. That through thick and thin, through hardships, through difficulty, through easy and hard, through light and dark, let everyone here experience the grace that is upon your servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, let mega churches be given to everyone who is part of this anointing service. Let multiple double mega churches be given to everyone that is part of this service. Let multitudes of grace, multitudes of power be released on everyone that is part of this anointing service. Every proclamation that has been made about the anointing, let it come to pass on every child's life here today. Uh, Our lives are not for business Our lives are not for anything Our lives are for you We lift our hands now And we thank you For the grace For the power For the anointing Hey, We shall not search for money Money will come to us Provision will come From the east, from the west, from the north, from the south God Almighty will send his angels and will provide all things that are necessary for the will of God to be done and the power of God to be manifested. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let grace be permanently upon you. From today, you are not an ordinary person again. You are transformed into an anointed child of God. 
people will refer to you as an anointed person from today. I prophesy and I declare the stamp of the Holy Ghost, the stamp of anointing is permanently imparted and fixated on you in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever is contrary to the anointing, I cast it out in the name of Jesus. Activities of wizards and witches around you, I curse it now in the name of Jesus. Let the blessing of God, the grace of God, the power of God, the anointing come and rest upon you. I banish any snake in your house. I say no snake can stay in your dwelling place again. In the name of Jesus, because of the anointing, you are declared transformed into a different type of person. You are a different personality by the power of God. Receive a transformed life. Receive a new kind of life. Receive help from God. God is using you powerfully. You'll be one of the 70 elders called. One of the 70 anointed. You are one of the 70 anointed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank God right now. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Makaba, Homalada, Tameka, Shamadaba, Palamba, Tebeketa, Tebeketa Laba, Tamandalaba, Mabariata, preachers are born, apostles are born, pastors are born, witnesses are born, God lovers are born, anointed children are born. There will be no needs, there will be no lack. Adasatilo Moshabaka. So shall it be. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want her. Lack and want are taken out of your life. Lack and need are taken out of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you. That right now. As you summon David. A small boy. From the sheepfold. Where he was guarding sheep. And looking after them. And called him one day. And anointed him. And turned him into. A national hero. And a darling boy of Israel. Let it come to pass. That all the young children here. Who came for this Cyrus. The anointed part four. Anointing service. That each and every one. Becomes like David. Becomes like David. Becomes like David. In the name of Jesus. Those who are not known. Shall be known. Those who are not respected. Shall be honored. Receive the power of God. May you be plucked out of a place. Of insignificance. And place at a place of significance. Receive grace from God. Receive grace from God. You'll be chosen for important things because of the anointing on your life. Shout amen in the name of Jesus. Shout the loudest amen. Shout the loudest amen. Put your hand on your belly. Rivers of oil are flowing out of you. Rivers of water are flowing. 
Preaching is coming out of you. Glory is coming out of you. Anointing is coming out of you. Grace is coming out of you. You are an anointed child of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you. Whatever represents a stumbling block that keeps us from flowing in the anointing, it is cursed in our life today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Everyone said amen. Amen. Say I am anointed. I am anointed. I am anointed. In Jesus name. At least you are sharing anointing. That's the I mean the minimum is that you are sharing anointing. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering and you may be seated. Wow. What a blessing. Now, say I have it. Believe it all. Because often when you are anointed, you don't even know you are anointed. You know, one day somebody came to my miracle service at Kolegono. And she said to me, ah, when I was in the service, I thought it was like a Benihin service. And I turned my head. I said, really? I didn't say really. I said really in my heart. You'll be anointed. You, you see, people will start noticing things. You know? I, I see something. I, 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 when I'm talking to, I feel I'm talking to somebody else. Receive that in Jesus' name. Somebody will start asking, where, where did you get that from? Where, where do you get that from? Where do you get that from? Somebody will even say to you, I like the way you talk. Do you know that it is not all preachers who can preach and children enjoy listening to the preaching? A lot of children, they, they just sleep. Just go to sleep straight. If you want them to sleep, put on a preaching. But look at the children here. They are wide awake. Wide awake. All of them, they are wide, like they are grown-ups. They are wide-eyed. They are wide-eyed writing notes. Children, look at, look at this little one. Come here. It's wide-eyed. Look at it. Little ones. It's wide-eyed. It's not a, some that are falling asleep at, at other churches. It's writing. Is it, are those his notes? Huh? Is that what? Terminated transferring anointing. It's writing notes. Terminated transferring anointing. In pencil. He used pencil to write. Give the Lord a mic. You're, you're preaching. Children will understand you preaching. I tell you, children will understand your preaching. Do people believe in the anointing? Isaiah 45, verse 4. Look at it. He said, I've said name D. You are getting a new name today in Jesus' name. He said, I've said name D. Though thou hast not known me. So you don't even know you. You don't even know you're anointed. You don't even know you don't even know me, the Holy Spirit. But you just you just anointed. You don't even know it. Shadow One time I was in um, Guyana. Georgetown. Do you know Georgetown? You don't know Georgetown. Yeah. When you are landing in Georgetown, it's over this type of forest with anacondas. And we had a camp meeting. 
when, when we're having a camp meeting and I told Ida to sing, I told her, sing Hi James. People were collapsing. That's just the dish fall down and collapsing. People were just being, the power of God was just. I don't think if you to go and talk to her, do you think you are anointed? She would just even laugh. <laughs> because that, that's how the anointing is. You don't even know that you are operating in something. So I have sent him thee. Though thou hast not known me, I have sent him thee. I give you a new name. Some of you actually have names in the spirit, but it has not been revealed to you. Yeah. When, when God is referring to you, that's even use Kwesi uh, or Kwame or those type of names. This is another name uh, in the spirit. Emmanuel. It's real. One day I had a vision. In the vision, I was the one in the vision. And then my stomach. I saw my stomach opening. Like my, my stomach was like a fridge. My stomach was normal how it, a stomach of a human being, but it opened like a fridge door. So like a thick door, it opened like this. It opened. And when, I don't know, an angel or whatever opened my stomach, I thought I would see intestine because I know what is in the stomach. Not even one. Do you know what was in the stomach? Three cables running down like this. Huge, this, the thick ones. And there was electricity in them. It was like, it was doing Power! Power belongs to God. And I was looking at it and, and the Lord said to me, I wanted you to see what was in you. I said in me, he said yes, in you. You see, in Isaiah 45, it shows that many people are anointed and are doing things. They don't even know what they are doing. I send him thee, though thou hast not known me. You don't even know what you are doing. As I preach, I've never thought to myself, let me preach for a long time. It has never occurred to me. Rather, I'm so happy when I go to places and they tell me, preach for 40 minutes. I, I feel so happy. Say, yeah, can't go. Today they'll rest. I never go somewhere I have to preach for a long time. And I found that I could preach. One lady said to me from another country, she said, I asked her, what is my preaching? She said, oh, your preaching is old-fashioned. I said, what, did you, what do you mean by old-fashioned? She said, I never thought your type of preaching still exists about Jesus. So I said, is it a bad thing? She said, I sat in the church today from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. That is 11 hours. It should tell you whether your preaching is good or not. I, was, I, I sat there. A grown-up over 50 years old. Whatever you have not even intended to accomplish by the anointing on your life, you'll be doing things you not even know what you're doing. I have sent him thee, though thou hast not known me. Send him who thou hast not known. Stand to your feet, everybody. Everybody stand there.
close your eyes. If you are here today, somebody invited you to church. You want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, raise your right hand. God bless you. I want to give my life to God today. To God. I want to give my life to God today. Then lift only your hand. Please, if you don't lift your hand, that is it. This is the only chance I'm giving you. Lift your hand up right now. I want to give my life to God today. Lift your hand. Okay, if you've lifted your hand, only those who've lifted your hand, come to me now. Come. Come, 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 from, come to me here. I want to give my life to God. You lift your hand. Come. I help them to come, please. Somebody lift his hand. Stand right there. Come. Come. You lifted your hand. Clap for them. They lifted their hands. Come. The Holy Spirit is working. Come. Give your life to Jesus. Beautiful. Give him your life. Give him your life today. Let us pray. Say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus. All of you in front, say, Jesus. Please forgive me for all my sins. I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior. Please write my name. In the book of life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I'm giving you one of my books. As soon as we close, as soon as we close, all of you who are in the front here, come to the side over there. And we are going to talk with you. Lift your hands again. Say this prayer. Say, Jesus, cleanse me, forgive me for all my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. It's time for communion. I think today you have had more than enough blessings. (laughs) Very quickly, very quickly, the rain has started. The rain is a sign of showers of blessing over your life. As we finish the anointing, the, the showers of blessing have just come beautifully. The blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Can you sing it all?
How many are glad for the blood of Jesus? stand up Father thank you that the body of Jesus was broken for everyone we receive healing now any poison we have eaten this week is neutralized by this bread any poison we may eat in the future is neutralized any cancer developing in our lives and in our bodies is killed by this communion. Whatever disease has been associated with you in the name of Jesus, by this communion, the body, the manifestation of the body that was broken for you, you are receiving the power and the healing of Almighty God, the body of Jesus Christ. mistakes are wiped out the last 10 years mistakes are wiped out the last 20 years mistakes are wiped out the last 30 years mistakes are wiped out the last 50 years mistakes are wiped out the last 70 years mistakes are wiped out by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ Whatever mistake you are about to make, 
by the power of the blood of Jesus you are cleansed you are forgiven you are released in the name of Jesus Christ oh the blood of Jesus come on everybody now mighty shout of praise whatever mistake you have made is washed away by the wonderful blood of Jesus Christ give the Lord a shout of hallelujah and you may be seated we believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word for audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org God richly bless you. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store Custom Closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from.